0: The other day I went to go see um, the new Avatar movie. And as you know, I can never watch a movie without relaying it to some type of a spiritual message. And for me, the spiritual messages that I got from that movie was so deep, right? Um, One, the whole fact that we can choose per se, our avatar, right? Like, once you agree to the soul contract to come back to earth to finish out these lessons or, you know, uh, to start your lessons or start to teach or start to heal whatever your divine destiny is, it's like you get to choose your avatar, right? You get to choose your parents um, and so and so. However, Sometimes, people choose to play a role that I would like to call, and also you know, scripture, would like to call the adversary, right? If you really look up like the devil, Satan, you know, even evil, all those things are all kind of the same. They're all falling underneath the title adversary. And you say, well, what does adversary mean? And it means the one who goes against, right? Against a plan, against the harmony of a situation, against, against love. That's the adversary. And I say that because I just was noticing, like, throughout the movie, that, like, you could really be enjoying your life you know, having a good time, um, really trying your best to be happy, to stay positive, to really appreciate life and appreciate the things around you, your family, you know, your environment, you know, the things that we take for granted. And it's like, as soon as you begin to appreciate them, it's like, here comes the adversary with some type of conflict or some type of uh, created chaos to tear things down, right? Um, So that the Scripture says that the devil comes to kill, still, and destroy. So, when you think about it, it's like, hmm. Is my presence within the world to kill, still, and destroy? Or is my presence in the world to collaborate, to build, to love, Right? Um, And that doesn't mean that like if you're against something all the time, you know, that you are an adversary. No, sometimes the adversary is just simply someone who has a negative heart, someone who wants to win, someone who is choosing to do things for their own personal gain, right? And whether that be for money, sex, power, lust, whatever it is you know, greed, fame, but it's usually those type of reasons. So it so let's say if you're working in a toxic establish, you know establishment and you're the one to expose the evil that's going on there, then that doesn't exactly mean that you're the adversary of that situation. It actually may mean that you're like the Robin Hood, right? Like the one who comes in and saves, the one who You know, you played your role, like like an undercover kind of role. But then you always remember who you are and where you come from and what is morally right, what is morally correct. And you don't fall into it. There are several different types of people in this world, to me. There are the fighters. There are the destroyers. There are the followers. And there are the waysiders. Alright? At some point in each of our lives, we've probably paid, you know, played all these roles. Especially when you're unevolved, when you're unawakened, when you're not really ready to see new, you know, see the world in a new way, or you just haven't learned that there is a new way. Right. Some people are born into adversary type roles, for example, uh, people who had slaves, people who, you know, even today, people who are born into the judicial system and they are grown up and raised that a certain people should be punished more than others, no matter what. Right. Like that is just a natural adversary position that was kind of bestowed upon you. But at some point you have to know better. Right. Like, let's take a let's think about like some of these archaeologists who are traveling all over Africa and all these other places looking for the remains of kings and queens who have, have nothing to do with you. What, what do you want to find them for? You know what I mean? Like what what is in that for you? It's not that you want to find them to bring history because really we could give we could care less. Like, we know that these people exist. That's good enough. I don't need to see their remains. I don't need to see their body. But you would do it because you're looking for a personal gain. So shame to anybody who is doing science or research for personal gain, for money, for fame, for recognition, with complete disregard to these people, to their ancestors, to their offspring, who still, you know, walk the earth today. That is so disrespectful. Oh, I found Cleopatra's remains. Like, are you are you kidding me? <laughs> that's mad disrespectful. I don't get. Gi- I don't give a fuck if it's a woman or a man. It's disrespectful. Oh, I found Marilyn Monroe's old panties. What? <laughs> like, sometimes you really got to think about it. Like, why were you looking for her? What, what What would you get out of that? Like, that's to me is playing the role of the adversary like and for me personally in my experience on my journey in life a lot of people around me whether that be my family old friends old colleagues you know just people who are in my life they would always make me out to be the adversary because I'd be the one to call out the greed the lust the selfishness you know the covetousness in my family or or in my social group and i would say like this is this is dumb or this is wrong or why don't you like literally but they would flip it you know they would use like reverse psychology to make me feel like i was the problem all along but now that i'm like in my own little bubble and i'm not really dealing with nobody i was never the problem it's clear to see because when i think about my life by myself i'm great everything is good for me and the people who i have in my life everything is cool with them but all those other people who said that i was the adversary ironically they still play the adversary in all other situations like there's a million and one things that they have going on where they are the adversary so it's like eventually you get exposed but it's like when you get exposed what are you gonna do right like what are you gonna do how are you gonna change how are you gonna address this and and be a better person because you can't always go against every little fucking thing like every time that somebody has their own thing going on you know and, and it's, it's good it's positive it's not hurting anybody it's actually benefiting people um you know it's, it's making you happy it's making other people happy like why would you have to go against that And some people like i said they might look at me because my my emotions are ruled by saturn i'm an aqua moon so when i look at certain situations i can easily use my discernment and cut shit out so if it's bullshit i'm gonna tell you that's bullshit and you know it's bullshit (laughs) but because you're so wrapped up in this lust greed low vibrational type of energy you're gonna try to you know uh combat me with some type of you know strong elicited response that is irrelevant because you already know that what I'm saying is correct you already know like so stop trying to make me into the adversary when really it's you you're doing shit for your own personal gain that doesn't make no fucking sense and like when I start to really analyze situations and I get into this type of I get into my mood like my my Einstein, brainiac type mode. I don't want to be bothered with nobody because I I need to situate myself. I need to get my thoughts together and I don't need to be disturbed every two seconds. Does that mean I'm an adversary? Does that mean that I'm going against? No, that means that I'm trying to preserve myself. Back up, give me some space to get my shit together. And it's like, ever since I've been doing that, it's like, ever since I've been focusing on myself and trying to get my life together for myself, it's been a problem. How? I don't get it, right? So really notice that, notice that in your life, like notice the people who say that they support you, but when you need to withdraw, Mm and and take care of yourself and really see things for yourself and see your fucking self notice who is supporting that supporting the betterment of yourself of your mental health and notice who's really taking offense to that because in all reality you shouldn't be on somebody that much to so where when they need to withdraw where they need to do their own thing that you're feeling some type of way because now you're being the adversary to that person's life to that person's growth So if you love them, you just let them go and do them, like let them go and live their life. Right, it's the same thing. Like for example, I bring up like a lot of my exes. i noticed that when I was trying to like pull them into, you know, pull them onto my journey with me, one it what it was i was wrong i'm not supposed to pull anybody onto my journey i'm not supposed to make anybody grow when they're not ready to grow so that was where i went wrong however what it showed me was that so many people are held back by the people around them the people who say that they love them because their love comes with conditions it's like, I'm not going to love you unless we talk every day. I'm not going to be your, your friend I'm not, unless we talk every day. I'm not going to be, you know, the, the nice mother to you unless we talk every day. Like, you don't have to talk to somebody every day. You don't have to be in somebody's life every day for them to know that you love them and they love you. That, to me, is just not normal. It's love doesn't come with conditions. Love is or is not. So people who play those type of roles, people who put conditions on love, to me, you're playing the role of the adversary. You know, it's one thing if I don't, if I don't, you know, if you're doing your own thing and you don't ever think about me, and it's two, three months later and I still haven't heard from you. Like at that point, I probably start to feel concerned and I probably call you, like, hey, what's up? You good? You know what's going on? But if it's just a few days and you're getting your mind together, you getting your life together, I know that you have a lot going on. I'm going to give you space to to get your shit together, right? I'm not going to play the adversary and make your growth now about me. I'm not going to guilt trip you for doing what you need to do to free yourself, to heal yourself because I'm insecure or I'm weak or I'm lonely and I, and I need you, I'm co-dependent on your energy. No, that's me now playing the adversary to your growth. And that's how a lot of people feel now that I'm really on my shit. Like now that I'm really focusing on myself, is like, it's a problem. But when I was over loving and over overgiving, it was still a problem too. So it's like, you have to just pick and choose what's right for you and not give a fuck about no adversaries. I'm actually not a very sociable person at all. <laughs> I'm social when I want to be. Remember, I'm a completely total polar opposite. As a Leo sun and an aqua moon, I am totally polar opposite sometimes. Sometimes I am the life of the party and and I want to be sociable and I want to, you know, get out there and have fun, but there's a time and place for that. Most of the time, I'm actually very studious. I'm very stern. I'm very focused. I'm very, you know, like, I'm very much so on my shit. I'm, I'm getting my shit together. I'm focusing on me. So that shouldn't be a problem it shouldn't be a problem if i'm focusing on me but it's like again people have to play the role of the adversary in some way shape or form because they start to feel selfish they start to think about themselves self and how this gains they self or you know how they can gain things for themselves or how you know your presence whether it's there or not, how it's affecting themselves. But that's not our role in life. Our role in life is not to be the adversary of other people's journeys. I I just, I don't think so. I can't get with that. You know, I can't see somebody doing their own thing, and I feel so strongly about it that I'm gonna interrupt that person's peace or or try to get some attention from that person. Like, no, I'm gonna tell you, live your life, live your life. We gonna catch up. We gonna catch up. Live your life. Do you? I'm gonna be right here. That to me is more solid than anything. Love bombing. All those type of things can be very fake. It can actually even be very scary. Especially to somebody like me, who, like I said, I'm more introverted than extroverted. So those type of tactics actually kind of scare the shit out of me and make me feel like, mm, I don't know, it's given narcissistic. Right? Like, I'm not even like that with my own family. Like, I love my family to death, but I give my family space and time to go and live their lives. And when we could catch up, we catch up. No hard feelings. You know, little text here and there. Hey, how you doing? Good, all right, no problem. I'm good, yes, you good? Cool, let's keep it pushing. We, that life, has, life has to keep moving. It can't get stuck. We can't get fixated on on one part of our journey. No one is, is bonded to anyone unless you are married. Nobody, is, nobody has to do things your way. Nobody has to see things your way. That's, that's like controlling. And it's even worse when you think that you are doing these things from a good place. No, it's actually from a place of weakness. A place of scarcity where you feel like there's there will be no more if I don't put all this effort into this. There'll be no more. Like, no, there's plenty more. There's plenty of love to go around. There's plenty of money to go around. And you don't have to be selfish about it. All you have to do is just get in the race. That's it. A nice, clean race. Everybody in their own lane. We stop sometimes, we get a cup of water, right? We get refreshed, we maybe go out for drinks, we go do this, go do that, and then that's it. Like, we have to keep running and I have to be on my journey and you have to be on your journey. Our journeys never are supposed to collide unless we are married. That's when two become one. But I'm not married. (sighs) Not yet. So I don't want to collide like that with anybody because I have a focus, I have a goal, and anybody that's going to try and stop it or block my goal has to go. I can't deal with that, not this year. So like I said, people would try to use reverse psychology and say, oh, well, you're the problem then. You're the one. You, well, Then you're. why didn't you come and why? Because I have to focus on me. But me focusing on me is not coming from a place of greed. It's not coming from a place of lust, from power, from from neediness or codependency. No, it's actually coming from a place of self-love because I am withdrawing myself peacefully. Allow me to do so. That's why I When I was watching that movie and I seen, like, you know, the 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 people, the indigenous people, or you know, whatever they are, like just living their life, you know, just being happy and everybody's like like doing their own thing. And then here comes these guy people with their own malicious intentions, thinking that they're doing something that's right. You know, thinking that they're coming from a right place. Oh, we need land for the new America, for the new humans to live. They think that that's good enough to destroy somebody else's vibe, somebody else's energy, somebody else's home. That's not low vibrational. <laughs> but that's what we do sometimes as humans, and we don't realize it. We don't realize how fucking selfish that we are. When we try to force our will, our desires onto other people. I've, I've been, I can't even talk. <laughs> I've been guilty of that as well. But I would never do that again because I've realized that the reason why I was like that is because people were like that on me. I don't like that. I can't be a butterfly if you're keeping me trapped. If I'm, I'm trapped in a glass with these big, huge wings. I can't even flap, I can't even do nothing because you're, you're like sucking me dry. You're forcing me to stay in, in this cage like, I'm like, like if I'm a science experiment. I'm not a science experiment, I'm a human being. I'm supposed to be able to be free and you're not supposed to have a fucking attitude about it. You're not supposed to feel no type of way about it. I'm supposed to be able to move left and right and, be, and that be okay. Because when people move left and right, and they're living their lives, I don't do that. I don't say, oh, why you didn't text me? Why you didn't call me? Why you didn't invite me? Why you didn't, like, I'm not needy. Oh, you didn't invite me, all right, cool. Well, you know why? You probably knew something that I didn't know. You probably knew there was a bitch gonna be dying Like, Thank you. What's up? Let's go hang out. Okay, you busy now? All right, no problem, no problem, we'll catch up later just done. I I can't see myself colliding into someone else's journey, no matter how much I love a person. And too often we have parents that collide into our journeys, friends, partners, uh, other family members who collide into our journey and rob us of freedom in a very insidious way. You, it's, it's so overt that you might not even see it. I said over. I mean covert. You might not even see it because it's so on the low. The, the intentions are so on the low that you might not even see it. But someone who is a psychic, a mystic, an intuitive, you see everything, you know everything, you feel everything. And it really makes, makes you wonder, like, well, do you really love me or do you love my energy? Do you love my attention? Because I'm not always going to be the same high-energy, bubbly person. That's, that's only one portion of my personality. That's not who I am altogether. So do you love me or do you love one portion of me? Because that's two different things. Do you love the part of me that, you know, just, just builds you up so much? Like, so where the on the days that I can't, it's like, fuck me? Because I've experienced that all too often. So many times, so many times, I have put so much of my energy into people to make them feel empowered and, and special and unique and kind and you know, let them know all their strengths and all their powers. But I I can't do that all the time. That's why we have a guide. I'm not God. We have God. If you need strength, if you need, you, at that point, you need super saiyan strength. You need Jesus. You need Ra. You need Yah. Like, you need the power of the divine counsel. I can't give you that. So you're not really looking for me. You're, you're seeing the light in me because God lives within me. That's what you're seeing. But it's not really me. And that's okay. Remember, I, there's no ego here. That's okay. I'm not God. I am not going to be able to replenish you every time your well runs dry. You have to learn how to replenish yourself. It's okay to encourage people, you know what I mean? It's okay to be there for each other. But we also have to learn how to replenish ourselves because if not, then we become almost uh, vampirical on others. Like a parasite sucking and leeching onto a host. I'm not a host. I'm a human. My spirit may be, again, a big, huge divine spirit, which I get that is is very easily seen. People see it sometimes before me, I get it. But here on this earth, on this humanly plane, I am just a human, just like you. And I don't play the adversary role in people's lives. I play the righteous role, which means that I'm gonna go for what's right, even if it fucks me over. I walked away from a job that almost put me at six figures because it was evil and I couldn't stay there. My spirit, my energy could not stay there. And I exposed whatever needed to go on to whoever needed it to be exposed to and I walked the fuck out of there. And they could say, you know, that she's the adversary, she's this, she's that, yeah, whatever, but what did I gain from that situation? technically nothing. I lost a lot. But I did what was necessary as someone who claims to be righteous you have to also move righteous. Plenty of times I had to put my family in they fucking place so used to me you know being loving being friendly being there for them so when it was me who needed it and they wasn't there all right fine i'm not gonna recharge it to the game but now don't fucking think you're gonna disrespect me play me use me fucking betray me get the fuck out of here no i've never played the adversary role so why do people feel so comfortable doing it to me don't allow nobody to play no adversary in your life no matter what it is. Like I was saying before, some of my exes, like they moms, they families. It's like, oh no, you're going with that girl. It's like like they could feel me. They could feel my energy. They could feel the high vibration. They could feel that I'm heading up. I'm going up, 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 I'm elevating. And anybody attached to me has no choice but to go up, up, up. But if, if your own mother or your own father or your own brother and sisters is, is low, they low vibrational, they low energy, they're vampirical, they living off of the little bit of energy that you have, they're not going to want to see you elevate and rise. So they're going to play the role of the adversary against you. And they'll do it under the guise of love. That happens every day. It's not always external people. Sometimes it's the people right in your circle. Let's say, for example, right? There was a part of my journey where I had very low self-esteem. Thank God that is over. Praise the Lord. But there was a part of my journey where I had very low self-esteem. And I had one friend who was like a, a, a workout person, right? Always like working out. And we'll always say, oh, well, you should just go to the gym, blah, blah, blah. Just go to the gym. Mine's supposed to be my one of my close friends. And I used to say, well, you know, like, let me go with you because I don't, I don't really know what to do. Like, I go and I don't know what to do. Every time I'm supposed to go with this person, is always something. There was always an excuse of why, you know, uh, we couldn't go. All of a sudden, the day that I asked to go, she wasn't going. Or... There was no guest pass, all these excuses. But we'll always put up things like, oh, when you're the when you're the hot friend in the group, or when you're this or when you're that. I'm just like, wait, am I confused? Like, is it me? Is it just me or like you just oh so you just wanna clown me? So you just wanted to have something to be above me with. Oh, I get it. Oh, so you didn't you never wanted me to get on that level. Because you already knew that I was bad. And you knew that that would only make me badder. So because you see me at a certain level, you wanted to keep me there so that I didn't elevate past you. Oh, got it. Got it. Check. Right? This is some of the ways that adversaries in your life can operate very low-key. But under the guise that they love you when they really don't. Please, be on the watch out for these leech type of energies. And you'll know because it won't feel right. It won't sit right in your spirit. This person's love will feel, it will feel weird. It'll feel restrictive. It'll feel like it It, has, it comes with a cost. And sometimes the cost is you. You're the cost. You not elevating in your life is the cost. I could just imagine if some of my exes would have really had the mental strength that i had to surpass their families and stuff like that like they would really be on top of their shit right now but they're like they're clannish you know I, I meet a lot of men who are clannish and i'm not i'm a pioneer and the clan follows after me so that's where my masculine energy clashes with the men who I love, their masculine energy because they, I don't know, we're just, we just built different. It's like, so you rather sacrifice yourself for your family at the detriment of yourself? I I can't, I don't get it, I I can't do it. Because if I don't go out and heal myself, I cannot heal my family, because what does the blind, what can the blind do for the blind? Inspire you? Okay, but how long does that last? Right? You need someone whose eyes is unveiled. You need someone who can see. You need somebody who is logical. Somebody who has been through the fire and can tell you how to get through. Who can tell you how to navigate through this pit of life. But we can't do that if we're all staying stuck and stagnant. Right, and it's not like if you wanted to to keep me to keep me back from my growth, that doesn't make sense. You wouldn't keep me back from my growth. You wouldn't put restrictions on me that would block my growth. If you really fuck with me, you will want to see me up the same way that I want to see you up. So just watch out for that. You know, watch out for people who have their own personal you know, motives and intentions that don't really benefit you, but they they swear to God that it's benefiting you, or they swear to God that they're loving you, but really it's for their own gain. You know, and you could put this scenario in so many different ways, so many different outlooks, so many different people <laughs> you could change the roles, and it's still the same. Even at work, you know, Let's say if at work you're a a fucking star employee, but you have a boss who is a hater. They don't want to see you surpass them or they don't want to see you really elevate. They're going to try to keep you stuck and, and say it's because you're so good that we don't want you to fail. What? If I fail, then let me fail. That's on me, but don't keep me stuck. Cause what if I don't fail? That's what you're afraid of. Oh, so then this is not about me. This is about you. Okay, so now you need to get the fuck out of my life. Like, that's how you have to move, especially this year, 2023. Because when those opportunities come knocking, you have to be ready and you can't be thinking about everybody else's feelings. Everybody, else. so what? You know why? Because when opportunity knocks on their door, you think they're thinking about you? No, they're not. When you're sacrificing your time to put all your time, love, energy, and all this type of shit into everybody else, you think that they're going to do the same for you? No, not all the time. And that's okay. You should always be prioritizing you, yourself, your family, your man, your girl. That Those things come first. Everything else comes after. Because those are the things that are supposed to be your priority and even then so you are your first priority take care of you before you take care of others and then you don't have to worry about nobody else's intentions and shit like that but if you feel weird if you feel like like I said somebody's love come with a cost you have to get rid of that person it's non-negotiable love does not come with a cost. Love equals love. The currency of love is love. The exchange rate all around the world of love is love. It's not love for codependency. It's not love for lust. It's not love for romance. No, it's love and love. If I give you love, you give me love. And love is freedom. Unrestrictive, and if you feel like you you know you can't love somebody without giving them freedom or unrestricting them then maybe you're not ready to love that person maybe you need to start to pour some love into yourself until you are ready so that has been my spiel on the adversary um this was something that literally i couldn't wait to come and record since yesterday when i went to go see the movie Um, If you haven't seen it, it's a really dope movie. Go check it out, especially in 3D. And I love you all. God bless you. Till next time. Happy New Year.